I'm Millie George, Florence, Mississippi, and welcome to our interview. I'm interviewing Dave Roberts of the Potecas Wild Tour. That's right. He's from Queensland, Australia, you know. The real South. Yeah, the real South. Yep. I'm just from Mississippi. <laughs> anyway, we have a few questions to answer. I'll be asking the questions. Dave will be giving the answers. You hope. And the first question is, what is the take-home message you have to share with others that will encourage them to get involved in things outside their comfort zone? Well, the main thing is you have to have, if you've got faith in the God who has sent you, then he'll be with you uh, regardless of what you're doing through, because greater is he that is within you than he that is in the world. And while I've been here, I've done some uh, children's work, and if anybody knows me, I never do anything with kids. So for me to do that was outside my own uh, comfort zone. So if I can do it, anybody can. Amen. Amen. So, um, do you think the U.S. has survived? Well, certain parts of it have so far. So, we've heard, had no major catastrophes yet. No. no. None, really. No, we've heard of God them. has blessed. Yep. We've, we've uh, heard from all the people that I've uh, stayed with during the last six weeks. I guess that means we're survivors here in the U.S. So far. So far. There's still four days. Are you a genuine cowboy? Or is that the way you are all the time? Well, some people say that I'm wisey-wig. What you see is what you get. So, I would probably say that yes, I am. Yes. Yeah. I'd say you probably are too. Yeah. Next one. You're a much better cowboy now that you have less beard yeah, somewhat, to contend with. That's it, yes. Okay. What are you most thankful for? I'm just thankful to God for the opportunity to come here, to return here. And uh, if some people have their way, they will want me back again. Yeah, I'm sure they will. They more than likely will. They've already told me that anyway, so. Where were you wowed the most on your tour? At every stage, <laughs> wherever I've gone, I've been wowed. I mean, there's not too many unwow moments. So whether it's in Minnesota, uh, in Colorado, in Detroit, Ohio, or Tennessee, or even in Mississippi, there's always been wow moments along the way. Good. About, about God. That's good. Particularly getting the churches where I've preached to go wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 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 With a southern accent. Wow. Wow. <laughs> How has Jesus impacted your life, and when was your first encounter? Uh, it changed my life totally around. My first encounter was when I was a late teenager after finishing school and having work, and I was invited along to a church by someone I used to go to school with who was a committed Christian. And I was always brought up to believe that churches were dangerous, that uh, Christians were merely deluded fools. And so when I got the invitation, I thought, 
right, let's go for a bit of danger. Teenage rebellion at its best. So I went along the church, discovered this Jesus, and I haven't really looked back in the last how many years it has been since I made my first commitment to him. He's always been there with me. So maybe 295 years. Something like that if you listen yes, to some people. Okay. And when did you develop Partakers? That was back in the summer of 2007, a week before graduating from Moreland's College. I went to a doctor on a routine appointment and while in his surgery I happened to collapse and while I was collapsed I distinctly remember saying to uh, God the Father, Dad, I want to come home now, please let me in. At which point he clearly said, no, I've got a job for you to do, get up. At that point I sat up and then the paramedics walked into the room to take me to hospital and they said, you should not be sitting up, you know, and I said, tough, I am. So they carted me off to hospital, and the only thing they could find wrong with me was that an, I had an ingrown hair on my leg that had turned septic, so it was a mild form of blood poisoning. And I haven't looked back since with partakers. It's been hard, but as I said, Jesus has been with me at every point. When does God say no? Well, going back to my experience, it's when you're a trying to do something outside of what his will for you is. So that's normally when God does say no. And yes, God does say no sometimes to get you back on track. Yes, he does. He does. Well, that is our segment. Hope you enjoyed it and learned something. Thank you for watching. Thank you.